Hello, and welcome to the NPRD podcast with nurse practitioner and registered dietitian Robin Kivit. Eating disorders, body image, medicine, they are all interconnected. But with so many programs, techniques, and advice to choose from, it's easy to be overwhelmed. Robin, with more than 25 years of experience as a nurse practitioner and registered dietitian, offers help and hope for everyone, families, children, and adults. Along with veteran talk show host and good friend, Jordan Rich, Robin invites you to learn much more right here on the NPRD podcast. Welcome to the first 2023 podcast edition of the NPRD. I have the most special guest in the entire world. Well, maybe besides one other special guest who couldn't be with us, but she truly is. And she listens to every podcast I record and really wanted to be on for the first edition today. Could you introduce yourself? Hello. And what's your name and who are you? My name is Eve, and I'm your daughter. That is correct. We have the one and only Eve Elizabeth Kirkman, age 10 and a half, with us on our first podcast of 2023. Eve and I have wanted to do this together for a long time. She'll be with me in the studio with Jordan a couple of months to record version two. And I thought it was actually pretty timely that we were recording this anyway on our podcast schedule specific to some guidelines that came out um, earlier this month in January from the American Academy of Pediatrics that made me quite angry. We will talk about those a little bit later. Eve and I came up with a couple of questions that we thought we'd go over for our listeners to learn more about me, about us, and about some of the inspiration. My children inspire me every single day. And I wondered if Eve could talk to us a little bit about how we eat here at home. Well, I personally love the meals you make because they're flavorful and they have all the nutrition that I need to grow. Very cool. What would you say is the nutrition? What makes up the nutrition you need to grow? Um, well, all the food groups which contain fruit, veggies, grains slash carbs, dairy, protein, and fat. Okay, I don't think I ever taught you about food groups. So where did you learn about food groups? School. School. What class? Health. Very cool. I know your health teacher. I like her very much. So you learned about the food groups and you feel like the meals at home and the snacks at home and all the things we eat at home compromise many of those groups, yeah? Definitely. Okay. So what do you think those foods do for us? They nourish and nurture our bodies. Very cool answer, Eve. I like that. What would you say you could remember from the list of words mommy asks people not to use around food or body image? What are the words you can remember? I'm going to remind our listeners, but I want to know the ones you remember kind of off the top of your head. Healthy. Don't. Can't. Can't, that's what I meant. Um, this isn't necessarily a word, but it's something not to do. Compare. Like Ooh. comparing yourself to other people. Correct, correct, correct. That's... Um, should. Yes. Shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's great that you remember those, actually. They're big, strong words. Can I go over the list? Healthy. Right. 
So let me go over the list and diet. diet. Yep. You're remembering them. Can I go over the list for the listeners? Good. So words not to use around nourishment, food, or body image. Good, bad, sorry, should, can't, healthy, clean, any form of the word diet and any of the latest sort of diety buzzword. So there's our list. My kids have heard me say these words and recommend folks not use them around food or body image so many times. What I'm curious about, what comes to mind, Eve, when you think of shooting on food in comparison with food or body image? With shooting, I think it probably means like, I should have eaten this for lunch, or I should have less of this and more of this. And do you think those are positive thoughts? No, they're negative. Correct. And with compare, I guess you're like comparing yourself to what? to other people and to what they eat. And you've heard me say numerous times, comparison is a life thief. Yes. Yeah. So what's it like to have an NPRD mom? I like it personally. <laughs> As if you have a choice. <laughs> um. Well, to be honest, I don't really know how to answer this because I've never lived without an NPRD. But in my mind, I think it's good. Oh, you used a word, good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's okay. It wasn't around food or body image. But um, anyway, good, fun. Mom, just in general. Mm-hmm. But I do like having you as a dietitian because you make sure I get the nutrition I need like milk, cheese, yogurt, bread, butter. We like all those things. And what would you say is the household sort of idea around sweets and treats and desserts? They're awesome. Yeah. And how often do we eat them? Every day. Every day. That's right. And so I'll go to my my other question that I wanted to ask you today. What have you learned about nourishment, body image, and maybe medicine? You know, the way mommy practices. You don't hear my patient appointments, but during COVID, you were home and doing your school, and I would have my patient appointments. So you can't hear what my patients say, but sometimes you might, you know, hear me say a thing or two. What have you learned about those things? Um, well, I have learned that with your patients, you always want to make sure they're also getting the nutrition they need. Um, and around body image, it's a negative thing most of the time. And I've what do you mean it's a negative thing? Like saying, oh, I should be this. Or like everything around body image is usually negative. Um, well, they, people hear a lot of negative, right? Yeah. And we want, we want folks to think positively, right? Yeah. And so for a lot of my patient appointments, I use food and body healing cards. Oh, from, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember one certain quote that I love out of these cards and it was very important to me and I still remember it to this day it is there's no wrong way to be a tree there's no wrong way to have a body and what I think that is trying to say is there's no wrong body everyone has a different body and all of them are healthy not healthy all of them are beautiful Ooh, you corrected yourself on the healthy. 
That is very cool. So let me just explain to our listeners what we're talking about. So I had gone to a course, a body image workshop for clinicians a number of years ago, and we were given a deck of body healing cards. And this deck of cards, I bought as many as I could and gave them to so many patients, but I used them on so many patient appointments. I used to use them in patient appointments. And then because most of my practice is virtual at this point and has been, what we use the cards for is we might I might hold them up and have folks, patients say pass, pass, pass until they find two or three that stand out to them for some reason. And then they get to take pictures of those cards and use them in between sessions as like touch points or just things to kind of use for more support. And so Eve was seeing this deck of cards around the house a lot and she started to read some of the messages and that's the one that you remember. And I love that. Yeah, I have two other ones saved on your phone that I like to look at. Do you remember what they are? Uh, I can't remember the two other ones, but I know they are really Mm-hmm. Okay, good. So that's really cool that you remember that. I think one of the things that's important for our listeners to hear too, something that has gone on both for you and our big brother, Jared, who's 22 and 6'3 and, a, and a, just a bigger young man, um, is that bodies grow how? Uh, they grow up and out. And I think you said a few minutes ago, all bodies are beautiful. They are. They are. And bodies are different. Right. There's no two bodies that are the same. Correct. And this brings me back to what I talked about in the beginning of the podcast, Steve, which you didn't hear much about, but the American Academy of Pediatrics brought forth new guidelines towards overweight and obesity in children and adolescents. And what their recommendations are include partly recommending medicine to children who have um, larger bodies and also um, at some points surgery to change the inside of their body. And Eve's making a, Eve's making a sad face now. I wonder what your thoughts are on that, Eve. I personally don't like that mm. because for all we know, they could be in an out phase or they could have a certain situation but what makes me upset most is probably the surgery because i don't think that's necessary mm. i feel like that's a little over the top extreme maybe yeah i did a short instagram post on the aap recommendations last week and what the text said along with it is that in late 2020 the aap was very clear on their age with which eating disorders present, and that's 12 and a half. And then in these most recent guidelines, really only about, you know, a year, two years later, rather, the recommendation is to implement these possible medications for weight loss and bariatric surgery, that's surgery to promote weight loss in kids as young as 13 and a half. And that just really stood out to me. And I, I was very troubled by that. I completely agree. Mm. So Eve, we're going to keep this podcast pretty short tonight, but I wondered if there was anything else we could impart to our listeners, anything else you might think about when you think about how we nourish our bodies here at home, how we move our bodies. Do we walk the walk and talk the, the talk, so to speak? What do you think? 
Um, well, when we feel like it, we sometimes go for walks around the block. I know you take our dog Ivy in the swamp, but that's not like something we make sure we do every single day. It's just something that we do for fun. Right. So we move our bodies when we want to. We choose what activities we enjoy. What are some activities you enjoy? I've been horseback riding for almost five years. I started when I was six, and I really, really enjoy it. And that's some intense physical activity because Um, you have to tack up and tack down a horse who is 16 and a half hands. That's a big horse. Yeah. Um, And I also do gymnastics twice a week. Mm Mm-hmm. So you're a pretty active little. Yeah. Yep. But I don't do those activities to burn calories. I do them because I like doing them and they're really fun and they're mm-hmm. important. All right. So we're going to have Eve back on in the studio with Jordan, our co-host, in March. And for now, Eve, I just want to thank you for being on. Thank you for wanting to be on. Thank you for listening to all Mama's podcasts. Thank you for, you know, just being here with me. Thank you so much for being on today, Eve. Yeah, of course. I'm really glad I got to be on. We'll have you back again in March with Jordan in the studio. And thank you to all of our listeners who have continued to support us and download the episodes. We have listeners now all over the world in over 40 countries, and we are just grateful to have you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for the NPRD podcast with Robin Kivit. We invite you to subscribe, download, rate, and review us and share this valuable podcast with friends and family. Help and hope is found here. For more, just go to robinkivit.com. That's R-O-B-Y-N-K-I-E-V-I-T.com. Or check out the NPRD.com.